Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata Mornings. It is the Thursday edition of Bickley and Murata Mornings, live from the Auction Community Studios. Let's yes. go! We got to see Kevin Durant in a son's uniform. They beat the Hornets last night. They move on to take on the Bulls. And our next guest uh, got a close-up and personal, not only that, but also a conver- post-game conversation with uh, KD himself. Tom Leander, pre- and post-game host for the Suns on Valley Sports Arizona, joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Tom, how are you, man? I'm good. It wasn't exactly close-up. I was well, Charlotte, but yeah, True. I mean, he was his, he was right next to me on the TV monitor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before we move on, uh, in the spirit of what the uh, NFLPA did, uh, you know about uh, experience at work, I want to get your experience. What was your on hold experience listening to Jarrett Carlin's update, Tom? Rough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I love Jarrett, man. I you know I like when you mix it up. Plus, you know, we, I don't want to try to pronounce all those hockey names. I have enough time with Rasho Nesterovich. <laughs> it's listen, dude. It, it's like our curse. Yesterday, I could not. I can't even tell you how many people came up to us and said, "We love the way you were making fun of Jared yesterday." So his flat-out incompetence is his gold. It's his meal ticket. He's more. He's the most valuable player. That's right. It's my. Brand. He's like our Kevin Durant now. Hey, TC and I always say the more we screw up, the more human we are. And we can laugh at ourselves and let everybody else laugh at us, too. So, you know what? I I stopped trying to be perfect a long time ago. Jarrett is more human than anybody. Uh, We can say that again. Uh Now, let's get on to the basketball game. You had a good observation. You said one of your favorite moments of the game was watching Devin Booker come into the game and Kevin Durant sit down, or vice versa, one or the other. But seeing one guy come out and one superstar come in, like, okay, we haven't had that in a while. (laughs) Yeah, that's a nice little staggering effect, isn't it? And I kind of like KD's reaction to that, too. He smiled. I think he liked it even more than I did, just the fact that, you know, they're back and forth. And you could see how smooth that transition was between the two of them. And just looking at KD's face and listening to him, I mean, I felt that way about the press conference, you know, a week or so ago. He just looks humble and happy and comfortable here. So, you know, I didn't know what to make of him personally. I, you know, I think I've interviewed him a couple of times over the years, but didn't know what kind of a dude he is. But uh, he just seems to be, like I said, really grounded, um, just incredibly happy to be a member of the Suns at this stage of his career. Being around Monty Williams, you know that there's so much respect there, and especially with Booker and Chris Paul as well. And, you know, I loved how Aiton played last night. We didn't yes. even talk about him all that much. I mean, 16 and 16, and the perfect role for him is just, you know, just be ready for those dump-off passes and grab as many rebounds as you can. One of the things that I love about this dynamic with, with Kevin Durant's fit in, in Phoenix, Tom, is that it's been talked about for years how, and it really came to the forefront in Brooklyn where everything was dysfunctional and people pointed to Kevin Durant to maybe right the ship as as a leader. And he's made it clear, like, I'm not interested in being a leader. I just want to play basketball. So he moves on from a dysfunctional situation in Brooklyn to a place where there's defined roles. This is Devin Booker's basketball team. Chris Paul is the unquestioned on-floor leader of this team. And Kevin Durant might have found a perfect fit just to blend in and do what he does, and that's play basketball. And that's what he did in Golden State. I mean, mm-hmm. he let Curry and Clay and Draymond do their thing. 
but it's interesting, even though he doesn't want to be a leader or maybe the vocal leader out there, you can see everybody else looking at him. Yes. I mean, and you can see everybody else feeding off of him. So, yeah, maybe he's not going to be that rah-rah guy in the huddle or, you know, coming out of the locker room, but he is the leader. I mean, he is the guy that they're going to look over. And like I said, if it's a big time moment in the final seconds and he just makes everybody else more comfortable and he just, he can get yeah. any shot he wants at any time. And in that kind of, you know, aura around him, that makes him a leader. For a guy who has uh, sort of picked up new beginnings in multiple NBA cities, I agree with you. Your post-game interview with him, he, he seemed really content. Uh, there was an element of relief in there, but it just there just seemed to be uh, an element of personal happiness that, that I think really came across. It obviously hit you as well. Uh, what do you think that's all about, and how important do you think that is to the grand scheme? Well, I mean, it's... It's everything. As long as he's happy here, like you, uh, you know, Vince was just saying too, he was not happy in Brooklyn. I mean, there was so much dysfunction there. Um, but for him to be honest enough too to say that he woke up really nervous, he wanted to impress his new teammates, his new city, his new fan base. I did not expect that answer at all. I figured it was going to be Kevin Durant going, you know, it's just another game and, you know, I'm going to get lost in the game itself and just be in the moment. But for him to admit personally and to reveal that side of himself, I I thought that was the best part of the interview. And it was just eye-opening for me. And I'm looking forward to seeing how this unfolds, you know, in the next few weeks too, because you know they're only going to get more comfortable. You know over the next 48 hours, Monty and Kevin Young are looking at film to try to find those weak spots uh, in their offensive schemes. And then defensively, I thought it was really solid. I mean, TC brought that up, too, in the postgame show and with KD. I mean, just pointing out different areas on the court defensively on pick and rolls, and I could see KD directing people in his first game with the Suns. So there were some really good sides last night. Tom Leander, Suns pre- and post-game host on Valley Sports Arizona, our guest here on the Arizona Sports Line. Yeah, we've spent a good portion, and it's impossible not to, Tom. We're talking about the positives, what we saw. I think maybe it was the perfect uh, opponent in Charlotte to get out those jitters and those, those first-game issues, but... When you look at this team moving forward, 19 games left in the regular season, fourth in the West. Some people have elevated them to the Western Conference Finals. We'll, we'll see if that happens. But when you look at the road ahead, what concerns you, if anything? Just like you said, 19 games. It just doesn't seem like a whole lot. And also the other concern is, is KD going to play in all of those games? I mean, will he even play in Chicago? I think he will. I mean, I think you guys have seen him too on the practice court leading up to the game last night. He looks 100% healthy, but who knows? We don't know how he woke up this morning. Is he achy? How's that knee feeling? Are they going to have to lift him every other game, even if it's not a back-to-back? That's my biggest concern. It's just not a long enough ramp-up time to really feel comfortable, at least for me, knowing going to the playoffs that, you know, they're going to be able to compete with those teams that have been together all season. Yeah. Now, uh, I'm curious if you you think about this now and you extrapolate, what, what else did you feel from last night's game that's applicable to everything going forward? You know, one of the things I really was impressed impressed with the bench. You know, I think that's another part of it. You can't just throw everything on the big four. Obviously, Akogi didn't provide much offensively, but he's going to be there on defense. I still think he's a really good part of that starting unit, but it could be Torrey Craig, and Torrey came out, hit his first three shots. So for me, it's as much the bench. And and one of the guys I feel is critical is campaign. I just, you know, knowing the campaign was coming back and envisioning him pushing the pace, Booker running a wing, KD running a wing, 
Payne getting it up the floor, getting quick, early looks. That really excites me, and we haven't even seen that yet. So I think uh, just kind of integrating the bench. You know, I thought Jock looked good at times. I think there are going to be times where Bismack is going to be mm-hmm. somebody that, you know, you put out there for his defense, his rebounding. He doesn't need shots. Uh, I think he's going to play a role for the Suns as well. Um, but certainly, you know, just time together for the big four um, and seeing how that plays out come playoff time. You know, right now, like you said, they're at fourth in the West. They're a game and a half ahead of Golden State and the Clippers. So as long as they have home court advantage in the first round. But there's still some scary teams out there, oh, guys. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's happened with New Orleans. I do know Zion's been injured. But that was one of the scariest teams. And yeah. there's just so much competition out there. And having the Suns ready and just, you know, all guns ablaze and come playoff time, that's, that's what's most important. And, and going deep into the playoffs. Yeah, uh, Tom Leander, our guest here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Before we let you go, Bick talks about this all the time, and he's right on the money when he talks about it. This town, as a sports market, loves the party. They love the big star spectacle events. I can only imagine what next Wednesday night with the Oklahoma City Thunder coming to town again is going to feel like when we finally have resolution that the home crowd is going to get to see Kevin Durant. Have you thought yeah, about that, that much, Tom? Yeah, oh, definitely. And I felt that was kind of the letdown last night. I mean, certainly it was great to see KD introduced and score his first basket with the Suns, but, I mean, that Charlotte arena was pretty dead. I mean, there were some Suns fans yeah. in there. Yeah, um, and I just thought, yeah. I thought the game was pretty flat for the most part. I mean, outside of KD, if KD wasn't playing in that game, I don't know if anybody would have been watching that. And I'm sure the ratings were great last night. So I'm uh, super excited for him to come back to Phoenix. And, and I love Vic's column about, you know, the stars aligning here in Phoenix and, you know, when it's Barkley and Fitz and uh, Randy Johnson. I mean, our fan base will just just eat this up and to feel that excitement and to be there next Wednesday. Yeah, that's, that's going to be the moment. I think that everybody's going to really remember. I don't think as we look back, we're going to go, yeah, boy, you remember that just the buzz in Charlotte against the Hornets. No, it's, uh-huh. It'll be the game on Wednesday. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Tom, thanks for joining us. Always appreciate the time. Good to talk to you. Anytime guys. All right. Take th- care. Thank, Thank you, Tom. You. Tom Leander, Suns pre and post game host on Valley sports, Arizona.